Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Violent deaths, unconsecrated burials. Could these be the catalyst for what many are calling the most haunted town in America? Welcome back to Paranormal Activity with me, Yvette Fielding, where this week we're looking at the ghosts of Gettysburg. Gettysburg is a borough and town in the state of Pennsylvania, America. It's most known for being the location for the Battle of Gettysburg during the Civil War in 1863, which was a huge turning point in the Civil War. Now, you may have heard of the Gettysburg Address. This was a speech that President Abraham Lincoln delivered during the American Civil War at the dedication of the Soldiers National Cemetery in Gettysburg on November the 19th 1863. This was just four and a half months after the Union Army's defeated Confederate forces in the Battle of Gettysburg. In the speech, he urged that the nation ensure that these dead shall not have died in vain, that this nation under God shall have a new birth of freedom, and that government of the people, by the people, for the people, shall not perish from the earth. In a nutshell, Lincoln's message was that the living can honour the wartime dead, not with a speech, but rather by continuing to fight for the ideas they gave their lives for. And there was a staggering number of dead from this infamous battle. The Battle of Gettysburg was the Civil War's deadliest battle, with over 50,000 casualties. This battle is often referred to as the high watermark of the rebellion and was the Civil War's bloodiest battle. The Union and Confederates collided at Gettysburg on July the 1st, 1863, the battle lasted three days and there were between 46,000 and 51,000 casualties from both sides, including 5,000 horses. This was nearly one third of all total troops. With such a devastating loss of life, it's no wonder that it's common for people to see soldiers continuing their duty in the Gettysburg National Cemetery and Gettysburg National Military Park. And it's not just the cemetery and military park where these ghosts are sighted. They even stretch to the college campus and around the town itself. With the deaths being so violent, it's no wonder that Gettysburg has become famous for its connection to the paranormal. You can see some apparitions caught on camera as they appear to run across the road of the Civil War battle site in Pennsylvania. 
The video was taken by Greg Euling in 2020 whilst he was driving through the historic site on a visit with his family. And you can watch that clip on YouTube and it's absolutely fascinating. We'll also be posting this on our social accounts so you can let us know your thoughts. Um, I love this footage and it looks real to me, it really does. And I'd like to think that it is real, but of course there'll always be people out there who'll say it's faked or they have in their wisdom debunked it. Well, I think it's the way the apparition moves. It reminds me of some of the ghosts that I've seen myself. They can move in a really odd way, sometimes in slow motion, uh, others jerky and fast, and some flickering in and out, you know, like a, a picture on a TV screen trying to tune itself in. So when I look at it, it gives me the shivers and I believe that it is real. Well, let me know what you think. Remember, as myself and the Most Haunted team have suffered from this a lot, just because someone says it's fake doesn't necessarily mean to say that it is. Look and analyse for yourself and then make up your own mind. And it's not just the battlefield that's said to be haunted. There are multiple places around the town and there are a whole host of ghost walks and reenactors that take over when the sun goes down. People have witnessed footsteps, cold spots and shadow people. One of the most haunted areas is the National Soldiers Orphanage Homestead, founded in 1866. Instead of being a haven for orphans, this was hell. Headmistress Rosa Carmichael brutally abused the children, starving, beating and confining them for days in a pit in the basement. Many, and I quite understand why, refused to go in there at all. Stay tuned after this week's listener story to hear my own experiences when I investigated Gettysburg. Well, this week's listener story comes from Emma D, who was in our Mail Time episode a few weeks ago. Here she is sharing some of her paranormal encounters, including an apparition that she would see every single day. Hi, Yvette and team. I hope you're all well. I am just sending in a voice note as I sent in an email a few months ago, which was read out by Molly on one of the Monday Mail Time episodes. Uh, the email I sent in was describing a sort of flashback that I have every time I hear the song, Oh, I Do Like to Be Beside the Seaside, which um, I believe could possibly be a flashback to a previous life, although I am not sure where I do stand on reincarnation. When I sent that email in and it was read out, Molly said she would like to hear some more of my experiences because I did mention that I have got many experiences and many stories to tell, um, something that has been with me ever since I was a small child. So here I am sending in a voice note of one of my experiences to you. So I grew up in a place in the West Midlands, uh, South Staffordshire. It was very close to White Ladies Priory, which I believe, if I remember correctly, you're familiar with. Um, so the area is actually very old and dates back to the Doomsday Book, um, which I do think that the history of the area may have had something to do with the experiences that my family and I had in the house that my parents owned when I was uh, a young child um, up until my teens. Basically, a lot of stuff happened in that house, including poltergeist activity, a lot of visual apparitions happened and just general things that you would expect in a haunted house. The biggest and most apparent thing that stands out with me is the story of Mary, uh, which is a woman that I used to see 
every single day. So my mum said even when I was in the cot, I was talking to something next to me that nobody else could see. I do remember her very, very clearly. The way I would describe her um, as the way I saw her, it was like somebody had sketched her into thin air. So she wasn't sort of solid body. I know a lot of people describe apparitions when they see them as being very different. Some say it's very solid and you wouldn't know that it was... um, paranormal and others say differently so as I said it looked like somebody had sketched her in in thin air basically and the only detail that I couldn't quite see properly were her eyes it was almost like her eyes looked closed to me but I know that they weren't because she would talk to me and it was like she was looking at me um it's just something that I couldn't actually see properly so as I said I used to see her every day starting when I was very small I would play with her I would talk to her I would interact with her um And I don't feel like she was a bad spirit, but I do feel like she was possibly missing something um, and wasn't very happy. Um, And although I don't think she was a bad spirit, she did used to influence me to do things that I probably, well, definitely should not have been doing as a young child. For instance, one day, and I do remember this very clearly, I was about four and my mum walked into my bedroom, um, luckily, Um, she walked in when she did because she found me at the window opening the window and she asked me what I was doing and I I told her that Mary had said to me that I could fly like Peter Pan Um, and so I was getting ready to jump out of the window to to try and fly like Peter Pan and my mum bless her was very calm Um, I remember her calling me down saying that I can't fly without my pixie dust which to a four-year-old makes complete sense. Um, so I got down and my mom basically just explained to me that I wasn't able to fly like Peter Pan uh, because we don't have any pixie dust. And no matter who tells me that I can do something like that, I can't because it would put me in a very dangerous situation. I think the one thing that freaked my mom out the most is that I was the only person um, who saw Mary and who interacted with Mary. And she, my mom is a psychic medium and she never, up until the very last day that she was in the house, she never had any interaction with Mary. But yeah, she did. Uh, I will explain at the end what happened on the last day we were at that house. So I used to see Mary, as I said, I keep on saying quite a lot. And I would wake up every morning and she would be stood by my bed looking at me. Now, as I got older, I did realise that what I was seeing wasn't normal. Uh, Mary wasn't human like you and I. um, And that actually, this was something very different. And it did begin to scare me. It got to the point when I was about nine and it stopped. Didn't see Mary for quite a while until I was about, I would say, 11. And I remember waking up and she was stood next to my bed. And it shocked me because I hadn't seen her for such a long time. Um, And what I would do when I would get scared of her is I would go under the covers, stay there until I couldn't breathe, and then I would come back up and she would be gone. So I resorted to doing that again. I came back up, she was gone. But the next few mornings, she was appearing at the side of my bed. So one morning, I woke up. And I always used to wake up earlier than everybody else. So I feel like she was actually waking me up. Nobody else Uh, saw her and I used to share a room with my sister nobody else saw her nobody else heard me wake up or anything Um, and this one morning I woke up and she was there by the side of my bed so I resorted to my usual trick of going under the covers um, and then coming back up 
But when I came back up, she hadn't gone. And in fact, she was closer to me than she was before, which really scared me because it was like she was telling me that she wasn't going anywhere. So I threw myself back under the covers and I shouted at her to leave me alone. And I told her that I didn't want to see her again. Don't know how I didn't wake my sister up, but I remember shouting it at the top of my lungs. I stayed under the covers until I couldn't breathe anymore. I came back up and she was gone. And to be fair, I never saw her again. However, there were things that happened around the house that were isolated to me, which I do feel was Mary trying to contact me in a different way than visualisation. And to me, just because it was so personal and so isolated to me, I do feel like that was Mary. As I said before, nobody had seen her. Nobody had any interaction with her apart from the day that we were leaving the house. And my mom and her friend were walking up the stairs. And from my old bedroom, my mom heard my name being called. So did her friend. So it was a woman's voice calling my name. And my mom just said to her, she's not here. She's not coming back leave her alone basically um but she never saw her but she feels like it was Mary but yeah I just thought that I would share that experience with you I do apologize if I've rambled on um I do have many many more experiences which I will be putting into my own podcast as well um which I did previously mention on my email to Molly as well so when I get that up and running properly I will let you know just in case you ever want to give it a listen. But thank you so much for your podcast. I do enjoy it. I love listening to it um, every week and really enjoy some of the stories that come in. So thank you very much and take care. Hi, Emma. Thank you so much for your voice note. That's incredible that you used to talk to the ghost of Mary and play with her. Now, that's interesting about the window and that the spirit hinted to you that you could fly like Peter Pan. It sort of makes me think that the ghost of Mary has another agenda. Now, I'm thinking that this spirit, when alive, was possibly a mother. Uh, She could have lived in the house, lost her child and felt drawn to you and perhaps wanted you to join her in the afterlife. Thus, your encounters over the years, for me, now listening to that story, has taken a more sinister turn. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information, 
information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Now, I visited Gettysburg back in 2008 as part of a Most Haunted Live event, moving among a range of locations in and around Gettysburg with my Most Haunted team. Now, Gettysburg was a fantastic place to investigate, and I'm proud to say we were the first paranormal team to investigate some of the Most Haunted locations in Gettysburg. We had the usual team with me, plus psychic artist Brian Shepard, who, as you know, has been on our podcast many times, and also the lovely American medium Patrick Matthews. We visited six locations in seven hours of live broadcasting. Now, this at the time was broadcasted for the Travel Channel for Discovery over in the United States. Imagine broadcasting seven hours straight, no breaks, just advert breaks. Now, if you needed to go to the loo, you had to be quick. And I'll just tell you a very quick story. <laughs> Myself and Kath, the makeup artist, needed to go to the loo halfway through the show. And um, we didn't we, we didn't have enough time to actually go to the toilet because, of course, you've got your microphone on, you've got your talk back, which is connected to your earpiece. And we thought, what are we going to do? So we, with one torch between the two of us, we went outside the back of one of the locations and there was some, how can I say, some brambles, some bushes, some stinging nettles. And yes, we actually peed, pulled our pants down and peed during an advert break. And I'm sure one of the adverts that I could hear coming through my ear was actually about hemorrhoids, which was quite fitting, I suppose. Uh, anyway, so that's how we, all of us went to the toilet. The lads, so much easier for them. But us poor girls, we really did suffer. Now, the locations we visited that night were Shriver House, Farmsworth House, the Jenny Wade House, the Saxe Bridge, and Little Round Top Farm. Now, in Shriver House, um, that was the first location that we went to. As soon as we walked inside this building, knocking began right by my feet. It was absolutely incredible. And they tapped out. We said, how many of you are here? And they tapped out that there were four of them, a family, um, and there was a husband, a wife, uh, and they were called Hetty and George, um, which Brian was getting. And Brian believed that the parents had two little girls with them. We didn't find out what the little girls were called. And as we were talking in this main room and we were hearing the tapping, we then heard scratching, scratching and knocking. And it was coming from the staircase. And 
it was so weird and so bizarre and so loud and it was incredible. And I remember we had a sound guy with us at the time and the crew then, some of the crew had to be American and the crew, the sound guy was uh, ever so lovely um, and his name was very apt. He was called Shaggy, but it was really odd to me because I kept having to say, Shaggy, can you put the boom down here? And all I kept thinking about was Scooby-Doo. Anyway, this house, uh, the Shriver house was a very small house, Victorian, built of wood with creaky floor boards. Even if you breathe heavily, you could make the floorboards creak and moan. So we had to stand really still and take little shallow breaths. But the knocking sound was different. It was so loud and so clear. And it was great because Shaggy, the sound guy, was able to place his boom right on the spot where the knocking was coming through. So everybody at home watching, they were ringing up, they were texting in saying, oh my God, we can really hear this knocking. This is absolutely fantastic. So that was really great. And having Brian with us was amazing because we got the information from the knocks and then Brian would sort of fill in the rest of the picture, as it were, by giving his names and so on. So it was absolutely fantastic. We get a lot of information just within the first hour. And eventually the whole crew began to feel the vibrations and the pounding all over the house. It was incredible. And you know me, I was so excited that the people watching their TVs. It was, it, it, you could see the excitement on my face. I was practically squealing. Well, I was, I was squealing with delight. Now, as we move from location to location, the paranormal activity was getting stronger and stronger and louder and more intense as the night went on. In each location, we were getting spirits wanting to communicate with us and they wanted to tell their story. And some were very, very emotional. I remember in one particular location during a seance, the table began to vibrate loudly. Um, and I remember, I think we had a candle in the middle and it, it was it had a, a glass sort of uh, cover around it. So that was vibrating as well and making a strange noise. Anyway, the table, as I say, was vibrating, the candle was moving and the glass was making a noise. And all of a sudden, I'll never forget it, I heard, well, I not on my own, a couple of the other crew members heard it as well, a very loud groan, and it was a long, loud groan, but it was followed by a column of brilliant, bright white light moving, floating across the room, and it was only a few feet in front of us. It was as if someone was walking quickly through the room. And by knocking, a spirit confirmed that they were indeed there. And it was a soldier and he confirmed that he was indeed the person that had made that column of white light. So really what we were seeing was his essence, his energy, his spirit. Um, we began to then feel touches on our hands, on our arms, blowing in our faces Um and uh, Brian told us his name was Henry. And he told us he was in an awful lot of pain. And through seances and knocking, we were able to communicate with many spirits um, throughout all of the locations. Some needed help. Others were just happy. They just wanted to let us know that they were there. Now, in the Jenny Wade house, and this was named after the woman who was the only civilian to have been killed during the war, we did a Ouija board session and a young man came through who told us he was the man who accidentally killed Jenny. He was a soldier and he was only 17 and his name was Terence. He told us um, that he was uh, he felt very sorry for what he did. And when we asked him to, to spell out um, a word to describe how he felt when he realised what he done that he killed Jenny, he actually spelt out the words kill 
me. Um, he was filled with remorse, so much so that he wanted someone to kill him for what he'd done. Then the glass did the most extraordinary thing. Uh, I'll never forget this noise. It began to vibrate. This, the actual glass we had our fingers on, it was vibrating. Uh, it, I, I, it really was extraordinary. And I, I, like I say, I hadn't heard anything like that before or since. It was incredible. And we did manage to capture the sound and the sight on, on camera as well, which was great. Um, we finished the investigation at a place called Little Round Top Farm. Now, this place was situated where part of the battle raged on. And you've got to remember about Gettysburg. It's a massive, massive uh, location spanning many, many miles and lots of little, little battles that happened. It wasn't just one battle that happened. There were lots of different ones. Anyway, we were at Little Round Top Farm and we started in the barn area and Patrick Matthews, who I mentioned earlier on, a lovely, lovely uh, American medium, uh, he was with us and he sensed, he kept saying, there are people underneath, we're, there are people underneath. So I didn't realise, but we could actually go underneath the barn, which was a little bit creepy. Uh, and we had to watch our heads and watch our step as we sort of wound our way down these wooden stairs. And when we got down there, um, Patrick suddenly said, oh no, he said, I can see dead bodies. Dead bodies are down here as well and people are hiding. Well, as soon as he said this, the knocking began and I heard what sounded like like people walking above us. But when I shouted up to the rest of the team, are you moving? They all said, no, no. But it sounded like proper heel toe footsteps, which was fantastic. And Patrick then picked up on uh, a spirit that had said that he'd been hanged. And the spirit spoke to us through Patrick. He told us again that he was a soldier. And during his time on the battlefield, he was absolutely terrified. And all he wanted to do was go home to his mother. Uh, he was only young. Um, he wasn't a coward. And he didn't understand why he was fighting. And as we were talking about about this moaning was captured upstairs on sound um, and at this exact point um, the parapsychologist and other members of the team um, they were hearing more moaning and it was seem seemingly getting louder uh, Patrick told us this was made by the man the young man that had been hanged the young soldier and he was hanged apparently for running away which of course was a was a crime there and as I said before he was all he was trying to do was get back to his family because he was absolutely terrified and didn't know why he was there. And I'm sure that was, wasn't just an isolated case, uh, not just in Gettysburg, but in so many uh, battles throughout the years, so many young men, and later on during, you know, um, World War II, so many young men and women, um, you know, might have run away because they didn't know what was happening to them or didn't realise what they were letting themselves in for. During the investigation, after all this information had come through about this young hanged man, we took a breath and gathered our thoughts. And I was suddenly surprised by my lovely husband, who's so gentle and caring, who then suddenly came up to me and said, right, Yvette, uh, all the crew are going to go away and I'm going to put blindfold on you uh, and I'm leading you somewhere. And of course, I didn't know anything about this. I said, what on earth is going on? Anyway, I followed him with a blindfold on. Um, and he led me into the woods. These are haunted woods, allegedly many, many uh, sightings, paranormal sightings of ghosts dressed 
in that, you know, the Gettysburg uh, uniforms, um, the, the young men that fought in, in that battle. Lots of soldiers and ghosts of soldiers have been seen there, just like the YouTube video um, we shared with you earlier on. So he was leading me through these haunted woods. And then he said, right, OK, sit down here. So I sat down on a very cold rock. My blindfold was then taken off me and Carl ran off. He actually just ran off and left me in the middle of the woods. I was completely out in the open and I realised what they wanted me to do. They wanted me to call out and investigate this part of the haunted Gettysburg woods, uh, which is exactly what I did. I knew I wouldn't get eaten alive because there was a cable that was running from my camera uh, for a very, very long way away to um, the, the truck, the OB truck. So I knew I wasn't going to come to any harm. But I was genuinely frightened because as soon as I called out, I heard, and you can hear it so clearly, walking around me. And it's not Carl because you've seen Carl run off and I've got a a shot in night vision cameras. It's nobody else around me. And then I was thinking, well, maybe it was animals. Maybe it was animals. But when I listen back to the show, it sounds to me definitely like footsteps. And I was shaking. You can actually hear it in my voice. I was on my own and felt incredibly vulnerable. And I remember I could see a a, a light moving, uh, but I wasn't sure. Is that torchlight in the distance? It was in a different area to where the OB truck was, but I wasn't sure. Um, And I never did find out. The crashing of branches followed um, shortly after me seeing the light and then my camera just stopped working. And that's really frightening when you're live on air. They were picking up my sound, but they weren't... Uh, picking up on pictures and nobody could understand why this had happened and as you can imagine I then panicked because I heard a sigh in my ear and it was a deep sigh well (laughs) uh, did a little bit of screaming uh, and I asked for the spirit if that really was you can you do it again and I did hear it again and I swore the place down potty mouth out it came and uh, the thing is <laughs> much to discovery's chagrin they said to me whatever you do that please don't swear because every time you swear and um, we can't get the button in to mute you we have to pay a fine I cost them thousands I did really try to not swear but as you know it, it just comes out when I'm scared I can't help myself anyway it was an absolutely fascinating time that we had in Gettysburg Um, And the seven hour live investigation was incredibly fascinating, one that I will never, ever forget. And we definitely captured lots of of incredible paranormal activity. And if someone tells you uh, that the locations and battlefields of Gettysburg are not haunted, then tell them to come and see me. That place is riddled with ghosts. And if you have the chance to go, go. Now, is there a site that you think we need to cover on the podcast or have an experience in a place that we haven't yet spoken about? If you have, get in touch and let us know and tell us your stories. Here's the email address. It's at contactparanormalpod.co.uk. We are on WhatsApp and here's the number 075-999-27537. And we are on Instagram and our handle is at paranormalactivitypod. Stay up to date with the newest episodes by giving us a follow and we'll be back again same time next week but if you can't wait until then uh, visit www.paranormalpod.co.uk where you can find options to get episodes a day early hey have a great week stay safe and remember things aren't always as they seem
Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.